Hello and welcome to the Vision for Teaching podcast, coming up on today's episode. Inevitably, there are going to be some kind of lockdowns that, that, that are going to hinder kind of normal school life. You're using technology to give them a new experience. Be creative and, and think outside the more traditional box. My name's Scott and I'm joined, as always, by Sarah. Hello. And Mrs H. Hi. And today we have another episode in our teaching standards breakdown. So in this episode, we are going to be digging into the pedagogy strand again, but this time we're looking under the advancing learning strand and we're looking at blended learning experiences. So Mrs H, tell us about blended learning. Okay, well, the standard is quite lengthy, so it goes like this. Teaching contexts and methods are blended to use experience from varied and appropriate environments to support each other. It then goes on to list all the different places that you could possibly think of to have learning outside the classroom. So basically, it means any teaching and learning that goes on in an area outside the classroom. I think. Yeah, in a, in a nutshell, that's, that's it. I think the wording of this one makes it look like like a real animal but when you when you dig into it it's not as bad as it looks is it not at all i would say that it's easily achievable in this climate because we are encouraged to take our children outside more because it's uh, safer for them to be in an outdoor area than it is in a confined space also there are going to be um i don't want to be controversial but inevitably there are going to be some kind of lockdowns that that, that are going to hinder kind of normal school life until a vaccine is found i guess so the online um learning experiences you know um any nqts that 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 are that are involved in that they, they can hit that standard really easily as simple as setting something for online learning if we have an extended half term, um, setting things on Seesaw or on Dojo or on, on, on whatever platform that your school uses, um, just evidence it, just, just photograph it, evidence it, that, that's hitting that standard. I think the key to this standard is as, as long as the learning outside of the classroom blends with the learning inside the classroom, then, then that is blended learning. Solely teaching something online is online teaching but if like you're saying if you're if you're setting something for half term that kind of follows your topic or um you've given the instruction in the classroom and then they're kind of putting it into practice then they absolutely but one thing because obviously we we've covered this really in a recent episode in episode nine we had our interview with matt pullen which talked about blended learning amongst other things and a lot of that was focused on it being digital but actually looking at the standard and the wording of the standard blended learning isn't just about taking it online blended learning is taking it out of the classroom Mm. so there's lots of ways you can do that without without using technology as well so one of the experiences that i've um, used in my nqt year was uh, a trip now i appreciate trips are going to be a difficult one to to sort of experience this year because chances are your school are not taking children on trips and understandably so but taking some learning out of your classroom to the outdoors whether it's you know to to look at um 
I don't know, your school playing field. Or I know some schools are still able to take their children to sort of stand in the right way now. Not when I say by the side of the road, I don't mean, <laughs> I mean literally at the curbside. But they're able to stand and watch the road and do a traffic survey. You know, I'm seeing pictures of that still happening on Twitter because it's relatively safe to do and it's they can still keep children in a bubble and all that sort of stuff. So those are blended learning experiences as long as they can take those experiences from the classroom to the outside and back again. Yeah, I That's, think, you know, I think also, well, we touched on um, when we were talking before before recording that. Um, it's quite interesting in the position that we are in so whether you be in the classroom or maybe oh no I think it would have to take place in the classroom but it is possible to achieve a blended learning experience through using things like Google expeditions because yes you are in the classroom but you are taking that child in a virtual world outside of the classroom showing them things that they wouldn't get a chance to see obviously if we could do a trip to the Taj Mahal that would be lovely but yeah. we can't but we do have the technology to show the children what it's like and and I think there's an argument to say that's a, a blended learning experience because it's something that they don't they wouldn't have every day it's something that's bringing a different element to learning into into the classroom without leaving the classroom so I would say you don't necessarily always have to leave the classroom, but think about ways where you can bring, I don't know, technology is amazing. Let, let it help yeah. you in the classroom with, with experiences yeah. like that's it and and when we say technology it's not just about online learning is it so your example Sarah, of expeditions if you haven't used that um it's a google tool but it's an augmented reality an ar tool that it's sort easy. of allows learners to become immersed in um in a, in a landmark or a country that they might not otherwise ever get to see so rather than show them a picture on a screen or watch a youtube video they can be immersed in that environment and if you're lucky enough to have sort of um headsets and all that sort of stuff as well then it's absolutely fantastic but that's another way of using technology without just putting the learning online you're using technology to give them a blended experience to give them a new experience i think there's massive scope in this one for things like science um you can go outside to do experiments, things like air resistance. That's great. Go out, yeah. look at the effects of air resistance on your body um, in terms of what happens when you walk, what happens when you run, what do you feel? The effect of exercise on your body, all those sorts of things are really, you know, much better suited to the outdoors or outside the classroom. Um, you don't have to have equipment. You don't have to worry about cleaning it afterwards. You know, it's just be creative creative yeah. and and think outside the more traditional box and i think in this climate that is um certainly what you you will will be doing anyway naturally because you will be looking to try yeah. and get outside as much as possible whereas last year i think well i i did go outside the classroom obviously but you you, you classrooms where you always are so it's not met perhaps things become stale if you just stay there yeah. in america they do a lot of teaching um out on the beach uh and they do air resistance on surfboards oh really are you what an amazing experience though that is amazing but it's those sort of experiences that children 
will remember, isn't it? It's the ones where they physically went out and did something, not just be told about it in the classroom. And I think that's why blended learning is so important. It's because it's not just classroom. It's not just one thing. It's blending those things together. Yeah, definitely. And that's why, in a weird way, things like Pi Corbett and actions work. Because if you sit there and read a story to a child, they might remember it. They might not. But if you've got them doing the actions and they're up and they're doing something, then they're more likely to remember it. And it stays in their different part of their brain. And it's the same with, you know, the same with, I think I'd mentioned earlier about, or, or maybe it was when we were talking before recording about going outside into a wooded area close to a school that I worked on in supply where they collected leaves, lots and lots of leaves. We got back and the skill was to count. But because we'd been out to the woods, it was a lovely kind of autumnal day and we'd all had a chitty chat. It was such a lovely, lovely time. I, I guarantee that those children will remember how to count and separate leaves and, and how it's easier rather than having a big pile of leaves, how you separate them into fives or tens or twos or an easier way to count. Much yeah. more than if I'd stood in the classroom just saying, here's five dots, here's another five dots. You know, it's very boring, but to give them an experience and to take them outside or to take them in their mind away from just sitting there. I think that's um that's us similar to the drama that I used to do quite a bit of in literacy um because mm. it helps them remember it helps them think of things a different way and that is really well suited either outdoors or into a, a different learning environment and not in the the you know rigid classroom confinements sitting and writing yeah we're doing tomorrow we're doing Welsh Bessie and a board if you're not Welsh it means um what's up with you what's wrong so you'd go to the doctor and the doctor might say that and there's lots of resources there's lots of things we've we've recapped parts of the body which they're very very rusty with because they've had six months off so I'm like oh yeah I don't want them to just sit there I don't want to do flashcards and them sit there looking at me blank so I'm just you know what I'm just going to take a few hours at a time and either I'm going to be the doctor or they're going to be the patient and we're going to have a little card that will say oh, something is hurting and, and they're not going to know what that Welsh word is or uh, very few of them. Will. Um, but by going through that, by the end of the day, they'll remember it. So even if they only remember a few, when I come to do it again next week, they'll have remembered a few and we can move on from that. It's, it's a slow process, I think, but... I don't want them to just sit there and watch PowerPoint and copy it into their book because I just think they're not going to remember it at all. But I think mm. if I get a little bit role playing, if I blend it up a little bit, take them outside of the classroom to do it's a different environment. It's I'm going to have a stethoscope around my neck, so I'm going to look different to them. It, all these little things will trigger a little memory in their head, which might help them to remember Bessie and a board yeah bola my tummy hurts but the, the the going back to the wording of the standard it starts by saying teaching contexts and methods are blended hmm. what you're saying there is exactly right it's a it's a slightly new context 
you know, you're, you're in a slightly different environment and you've kind of taken them away from how you might have taught their numeracy lesson that morning. And the method is different because you're role playing with them. Now that's might be a different method from what you did in the previous lesson. So you haven't got to, you haven't got to completely reinvent a way of teaching to hit this standard of you. I, yeah. I know and then in my head next there's lots week, of ways of doing when it. they're doing little challenges around the classroom that can then become one of my challenges because they can then role play with each other because I've done it with them nice this week so next week they should be able to and and then they should be able to record it and we can upload that to seesaw or YouTube. yeah nice yeah we should we should be able to do that but yeah I think you have to be involved first in that yeah making it different for them I know Mrs. H's point about science is absolutely spot on because um, one of my other experiences was about the STEM project that I did last year, which was my um, Robot Wars project. And I, I think I'll go into details another time about what that Robot Wars project is because that, that deserves an episode on oh, <laughs> we could We could talk for a long time, couldn't we, about Robot that Wars? That is awesome. But, um, long, long and short of it is learners were creating a, uh, a robot uh, using inverted commas with recycled materials. And it was driven by a little, um, a little robot called a Sphero, which is like a little ball that is controlled by an iPad basically. And, uh, the project is, is designing the robot is creating, building the robot, testing the robot. And then ultimately it kind of concludes with a, a battle to decide who's the winner and the sort of the robots crash into each other. And really it's, it's last one standing. If you've ever seen robot wars on TV, um, it's like that, but instead of, you know, metal objects trying to, you know, basically cut bits off each other, uh, it's the same, but with plastic and cardboard. Uh, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's great engagement. But the point here is in terms of blended learning, um, the context changes almost every lesson they go from designing to uh actually physically building they want to decorate it they want to give it a bit of personality if you like so they name the robot and they want to make it a color to to describe it you know that's two completely different lessons once they've built it they've got to test it well that's there's a totally different skill set involved in testing a robot and then working out why it doesn't move very fast is it dragging on the floor? Is it too heavy? Is it sturdy enough that it's going to survive the battle? Then you move into the actual battle where actually the skill there is controlling it on the iPad. Different skill set again. So when we talk about blending the experience, that one project takes them through a whole host of different learning experiences and um, the method of teaching is different because designing, although they're the ones designing, I'm, I'm giving them the tools to start designing, building, that's done to them testing i'm going to be involved in testing but you know only to guide them in does it work or not so my involvement as a teacher really i dip in and out i become very heavily involved at the start and then i come back and i really leave it to them then i'm involved again at testing and then it's over to them for the robot war because i'm i'm the, you know i'm not controlling the robot for them so my point is um sometimes project-based learning can be a really, really good way of getting blended learning in because the project naturally can take you down lots of different ways of teaching and different contexts and different methods of teaching. So that for me was, you know, it, it ticked all the boxes for blended learning because we used lots of different approaches. We were using lots of different environments. 
mm. in the classroom for some of it. We were outside testing for some things. We, we did our battle in the main school hall. Uh, we, took, we took that project all over the building, you know. I really like that, though. I, 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 think, I think schools are buildings that should be used in a much better way because actually what we expect is children to come through the door and they're contained in one one area other than yeah. maybe going to the, the hall for assemblies or whatever when actually they're really lovely buildings and I, I think the children should be able to kind of you know obviously in a controlled way but um to be able to use the building to its full potential but also I think they should be able to see what's going on in other classrooms because if you think about it a school is very a classroom can be quite lonely especially during these times if you're not allowed to mix with other bubbles and i know that what i'm saying isn't possible right now but i think eventually if i was to have a school i would like the children to be able to go to other classes to see what's going on to maybe say to a yeah. group you know Okay, you can go to that class today, not not all day, maybe for for a lesson or something to just see how things are, and then they I think they learn from seeing how other children, my children, would not learn from me how to shoot tie their shoelaces. I put a video on YouTube of a child tying their shoelaces. Betty, Doris, and Jack all learned how to tie their shoelaces from that because yeah. they related to it so much more than me showing them and actually yeah. i do it the old-fashioned way which is weird apparently <laughs> but actually if children can if schools can open up a little bit and that would then be considered blended wouldn't it if, if they've gone from we could we yeah. could teach because in one class but actually go to mr han's class absolutely and see how Mr. Han does it. Now I've worked in your school and I saw the reaction that Mr. Han gets when he walks through the door. So for those children in that class to go to your class, just to see one, you know, one short segment of your lesson, maybe if, if, if it's the year above as well, that might, might help them to see of like what's expected of them. What's, yeah. do you know what I mean? yeah well again it's different context different methods yeah absolutely it would be lovely what you're saying would be the dream wouldn't it if you could have a more kind of integrated school mm. um but We're obviously not an yeah. open space appreciate school, that, no 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 not you know not not in that's that too sense. much for my little head yeah 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 absolutely no that's fab so we've skimmed the surface of the blended learning experiences standard I'm sure there is loads more that you could tell us about your experiences with blended learning. And if you have got experiences, please share them with us because our Twitter just goes nuts every time we put an episode out because we get so many people uh, direct messaging us. We get tweets where people are joining in the conversation. Please do let us know what you're doing as well. That would be fantastic. You can find us on Twitter at vision for teaching. That's vision, the number four and teaching and just join in the conversation tell us what you're doing you can also find me at mr han teach that's h-a-n-n teach you can find sarah at i am at smart teaching 20 and you can find mrs h at you can find me at mrs h underscore primary fantastic thank you ladies once again thank you everybody for listening and we'll speak to you really soon bye bye bye